Not So Peter Priesthood Podcast, the podcast for a gay veteran and his emotional support Canadian scream into the void about the Mormon church. If you want to reach us, we are on Instagram at Not So Peter Priesthood. And you can email us at Not So Peter Priesthood at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us. Enjoy. Me to go away. So will you? No, I'm sorry. Pop up ad. I was like, go away. Get off my I was just talking to somebody. Speaking of spooky, I was thinking of um, how uh, when you, you just have like a thought, mm-hmm. and then suddenly you have ads for that thought, <laughs> or like a dream, and you're like, oh. And yeah. you're like, oh, now it's happening. That's weird. <laughs> okay, okay, so. Katie did um, The Haunting of the Nauvoo House on Not So Molly Marmon's Patreon. So I was like, oh, there's got to be some good stories, right? Oh, I need to. You need to catch up. And also, listeners, if you're not on their Patreon, you need to go over there because there are some gems on their Patreon. Mm -hmm. They do such a good job. So good. Okay, so I have um, five. This is a blog. It's a thirdhour.org blog. Mm-hmm. Oh, excuse me, I'm gonna hiccup. <laughs> it's called <laughs> Five Legitimately Terrifying Ghosts. Just a little early this morning, Dusty. In the... it's, it's always <laughs> possible. It's five o'clock somewhere. <sighs> I'm also a parent, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, sorry, sorry. Blog. It's okay. <laughs> all good. All good. Um, um, so. Here's a quote from Joseph Smith. The nearer a person approaches the Lord, a greater power will be manifested by the adversary to prevent the accomplishment of his purpose. So this blogger is saying that, so yes, Satan and his companions exist. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So the first story that they reference is number one, a legion of demons. Hmm. Okay, so this is, uh, this is in 1988, Orson F. Whitney published Life of Heber C. Kimball, an apostle, the father and founder of the British mission, where this story comes from. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. So this is from writing from the perspective of Heber C. Kimball. Saturday evening, says Heber C. Kimball, it was agreed that I should go forward and baptize the next morning in the River Ribble, which runs through Preston. By this time, the adversary of souls began to rage, and he (laughs) felt determined to destroy us before we had fully established the kingdom of God in that land. And the next morning, I witnessed a scene of satanic power and influence, which I shall never forget. (laughs) So dramatic. <laughs> so dramatic. Jeez. Sunday, July 30th, about daybreak, Elder Isaac Russell, who had been anointed, appointed to preach on the obelisk. Obelisk? How do you say that? Obelisk? What? Obelisk? Obelisk? Anyways, in Preston Square obelisk. that day. I promise I speak English. Like an obelisk? Like a... Obelisk. Is that how you say it? Oh, yeah. I yeah. have no fucking idea. Why is I he speak... on obelisk? I... I don't know. In Preston Square. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, interesting. 
who slept with Elder Richards in Wilfred Street, came Gaddle, came up to the what? third story. <laughs> Let's rewind. <laughs> I think it just meant they were sleeping in the same area because, like, yeah. they're missionaries. Yeah. Anyways. Um, came up to the third story where Elder Hyde and myself were sleeping and called out, Brother Kimball, I want you should get up and pray for me that I may be delivered from the evil spirits that are tormenting me to such a good degree that I feel I cannot live long unless I obtain relief. <laughs> I Jesus, feel like that's not what was screamed here. out. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> that's a lot of words. To that's be a screaming. lot of words, yeah. <laughs> I had been sleeping on the back of the bed. I immediately arose, slipped off at the foot of the bed, and passed around to where he was. I feel like that's a lot of... You, you know when people tell stories with, like, a lot of detail? You're like, mm, you're full of shit. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Elder Hyde also, threw... I think of uh, Twas the Night Before Christmas. I threw off... <laughs> I, I threw off in my... What is it? He's like, there arose such a clatter, and I... Bring for my bed to see what was the matter. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I opened the window and threw up the stash. (laughs) Yeah, like all these things are happening. Yeah. Um, That's home, so like that makes sense. But like this is like he's just telling a fucking story and bullshit. Okay. Anyway. (laughs) Elder Hyde threw his feet out and sat up in the bed, and we laid hands on him, I being mouth, and prayed that the Lord would have mercy on him and rebuked the devil. (laughs) while thus engaged I was struck with a great force by some invisible power and fell senseless on the floor (laughs) (laughs) sorry (laughs) he fell senseless on the floor Um, so maybe he had a head rush because he really got up so fast The first thing I recollected was being supported by Elders Hyde and Richards, who were praying for me. Elder Richards having followed Russell up to my room. Elders Hyde and Richards then assisted me to get on the bed, but my agony was so great I could not endure it. (laughs) And I arose, bowed my knees, and prayed. You know, I think if, like, so this blog is for, written by a Mormon, right? And I then, think like, so, yeah. And then, so, I would think that, like, if I found this blog as a true-believing Mormon, I'd be like, oh my, oh, wow. Oh, this oh is... Satan really got him. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> but and now that it's is just the like... next Mormon, you're like, you probably had a head rush. Yeah. And you're <laughs> fucking dramatic, dramatic right now, so. <laughs> <laughs> and I think there is that, like, mob mentality of, like, I'm being touched by a demon. I'm being touched by a demon <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh. okay <laughs> i then arose and sat up on the bed when a vision was opened to our minds and we could distinctly see the evil spirits who foamed and gnashed their teeth at us oh. i thought you were gonna say he got up off his bed and you, his head started spinning around like he was like, <laughs> being I, like the demon was the in exorcism. and was like throwing up as a like a 360. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we gazed upon them about an hour and a half by Willard's watch. We were not looking towards the window, but towards the wall. Space appeared the before us. To the wall, to the wall. Ah, skeet feet these demons. <laughs> <Anyways>. <laughs> title of the episode (laughs) (laughs) 
demons. <laughs> I love how our titles are always like some bullshit thing that I just randomly blurt out. <laughs> <laughs> and we saw the devils coming in legions with their leaders. Coming. Sounds <laughs> like party. <laughs> Who came within a few feet of us? They came towards us like armies rushing to battle. Stop saying came and come. I know, I know. <laughs> they appeared to be men of full stature, oh, possessing yeah. oh. every form and feature of men oh. in the flesh. <laughs> they got the their dicks are just out. That's what that means. Who <laughs> <laughs> were angry and desperate, and I shall never forget the vindictive malignity depicted on their countenances as they looked me in the eye, and any oh. attempt to paint the scene which then presented itself or portray their malice and enmity would be vain. I perspired exceedingly. <laughs> my, my clothes becoming as wet as if I had been taken out of the river. I feel like he's hot for these demons. <laughs> I felt excessive pain and was the greatest distress for some time. I cannot even look back on the scene without feelings of horror. Yet by it, I learned the power of the adversary, his enmity towards the servants of God and got some understanding of the invisible world. We distinctly heard those spirits talk and express their wrath and hellish designs against us. However, the Lord delivered us from them and blessed us exceedingly that day. Okay. <laughs> I feel like the hysteria is like really coming into play. Like it, it's not just women who get hysterical about things. Definitely these men were having like a You oh, see it like... too? I see it too. Oh Lord, save us. <laughs> I feel like men can almost be worse than women in that Perfect. aspect, but yeah. <laughs> and it feels very like light as a feather, stiff as a board. <laughs> Mm-hmm. kind of bullshit like yeah yeah just feeding into the like the hysterics of it oh my goodness yeah. oh so that uh, that was story so number I just, one i just speaking of group hysteria so um have you heard of the um it was like a plague supposedly and like the oh, when was that anyway i don't know like in the old medieval times whatever mm-hmm. and this woman just started dancing and she couldn't stop and so, and then she's like laid down at night, and then she got up in the morning and she started dancing again until her feet, she was danced like through the day until her feet were bleeding. And people started watching her, and then they started joining in the dancing, and it became like this mass thing of like people dancing to death. Have you ever heard of this? No, that's crazy. No, it feels cr- like a TikTok. It's a real like, thing that happened, though. That's crazy. I need but to look it, into um, that. They thought it was demons at first obviously. and then they yeah. thought it was bad blood like it's a um and then it turns out it was like the most common um diagnosis i guess is what people are like historians and psychologists are saying is it was just like this mass hysteria yeah yeah, yeah it's a legit thing like look at the salem witch trials it was yeah. you know goody so-and-so cursed me yeah they cursed me too and you're like you need to calm down Just calm down. (laughs) I feel like that was all like, oh, she looked at me funny, so she's obviously a demon. So, and I feel slighted by her, so I'm gonna call her a witch. You know, like my husband's eyes lingered upon her bootay, so she's a witch. (laughs) (laughs) I got there. 
there's also I'm not a witch, I'm your wife. And after what I hear, I'm not sure I'm gonna be dead anymore. <laughs> oh, get back, witch! <laughs> I love that movie. Oh God. All right, story number two: the first miracle of the church. <laughs> Wait, isn't the and first miracle supposedly like the first vision? You know, that's like, what I thought. I was like, is this about like the God first and vision? Jesus? Like, come on. Yeah. There's more. Yeah. To it. Anyway. Okay, so so this comes from The History of the Church, Volume 1. It takes place after the church was formally organized in 1830. And it involves Newell Knight, who was not at that time a member of the church, though he was soon baptized after his experience. Okay, you ready for this? (coughs) (laughs) I have to get my dramatic voice ready. (laughs) (sighs) Amongst those who attended our regular meetings, or our meetings regularly. Wow, I can't speak was Newell Knight, son of Joseph Knight. He and I had many serious conversations on the important subject of a man's eternal salvation. We had gotten to the habit of praying much at our meeting. And Newell had said that he would try and take up his cross and pray vocally during meeting. I feel like a lot of things can happen while people are praying too. Like they're opening themselves up to that vulnerability of like Mm -hmm. feeling a certain way. But anyways, um, But when we met again together, he rather excused himself. I tried to prevail upon him, making use of the figure, supposing that he should get into a mud hole. Would he not try to help himself out? (laughs) (laughs) I just imagine somebody in a mud hole being like, well, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) That's like, uh, you know how you think that quicksand would be a much bigger problem than it is, you know? I really thought it was going to be a concern in my daily life, yeah. Because I've never once heard about it as a kid, like yeah. oh, <laughs> yeah. never once have experienced it. Mm-mm. Don't want to, but you know. No. <laughs> and I further said that we were willing now to help him out of the mud hole. He replied that provided he got into a mud hole through carelessness, he would rather wait and get out himself than to have others help him. <laughs> and so he would wait until he could get into the woods by himself, and there he would pray. Accordingly, he deferred praying until next morning when he retired into the woods, where, according to his own account thereafter, or afterwards, he made several attempts to pray, but could scarcely do so, feeling that he had not done his duty. Hold on one. Duty. duty. <laughs> Dusty had to sneeze. Sorry, I had to That's sneeze. True. It was a really bad one. <laughs> Thank you. Oh no, demons got into me because I that sneezed. Yeah, you gotta. That's oh, I bless thee, Satan. You're okay. <laughs> in refusing to pray, oh, say so, feeling that he had not done his duty in refusing to pray in the presence of others, he began to feel uneasy and continued to feel both worse, both in mind and body, until upon reaching his own house, his appearance was such as to alarm his wife very much. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He requested her to go and bring me to him. I went and found him suffering very much in his mind, and his body acted upon in a very strange manner. His visage <laughs> and limbs distorted and twisted in every shape and appearance possible to imagine. And finally, he was caught up off the floor of the apartment and tossed about most fearfully. Oh. oh. <laughs> his situation was soon made known to his neighbors and relatives, and in a short time, as many as eight or nine grown persons had got 
together to witness the scene. <laughs> Come on, guys, leave the guy alone. <laughs> After he had thus suffered for a time, I succeeded in getting hold of him by the hand, and when and when almost immediately he spoke to me, and with a great earnestness requested me to cast the devil out of him, saying that he knew he was in him, and that he also knew that I could cast him out. Mm-hmm. He was in him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <Go> stick. <laughs> <laughs> I replied, if you know that I can, it shall be done. And then almost unconsciously, I rebuked the devil and commanded him in the name of Jesus Christ to depart from him. When immediately Newell spoke out and said that he saw the devil leave him and vanish from his sight. This was the first miracle which was done in the church or by any member of it. And it was done not by man, nor by the power of man, but it was done by God. And the power of godliness. Therefore, let it honor and praise the dominion and the glory be ascribed to the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit forever and ever. Amen. Jesus. So, I, um, uh, so that was like an exorcism, basically. basically. Yeah. Which is so funny because, like, nowadays, if you ask the church if exorcisms were a thing, they're like, no, that's not real. That's mm. like, I remember asking about that and, like, being really concerned about, like, the exorcist as a child. And my parents being like, that's not a thing. That's not real. <laughs> yeah. They don't. Uh, and I'd be like, but the pigs. Remember the pigs mm-hmm. that ran? <laughs> yeah. So it's just another insight as to confusion. <laughs> okay. A fist fight with Satan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is an excerpt from the Journal of Wilford Woodruff. It takes place uh. in 1840 in London, England. Um, so, you know, the, the little thing that I was doing with the AI? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and I think, <laughs> so I made, listeners, uh, I made all the prophets <laughs> of the church into drag queens through AI. <laughs> and it was amazing. And Wilford Woodruff is a freaky looking motherfucker. Like he is yeah. terrifying looking. Yeah. Like he's got these really intense eyes. Yeah. Just like, um, no. I if I saw have him, a picture of him on my computer right now and he's scary. Yeah. Anyway. He's the kind of person that I would cross the street to not walk by. Exactly. <laughs> you don't want to meet him in a dark alley. No. Sure. Or anywhere really. Yeah. No. <laughs> because he's been dead for a while. <laughs> So if you see him, then you, yeah, he's a good... You best be running the other direction, girls and boys. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I love this. Having retired to rest in good season, I fell asleep and slept until midnight. When I awoke and meditated upon the things of God until three o'clock in the morning. Sir, the Holy Ghost goes to bed at midnight. You should have been in your bed not doing nothing. Thank you very much. That's right. Up to no good. Yeah, see? No and while for- yeah, no kidding. And while forming a determination to warn the people in London, and by the assistance and inspiration of God to overcome the power of darkness, a person appeared to me, whom I consider was the Prince of Darkness. <laughs> Ozzy? Ozzy? <laughs> Is that you? <laughs> Ozzy, what are you doing? Get out of your bedroom, you weirdo. <laughs> uh, He's just wandering around. Sharon! Sharon! <laughs> Sharon! oh my god he made war upon me and attempted to take my life he caught me by my throat and choked me nearly to death he wounded me in my forehead I also wounded him in a number of places in the head 
the hell? I got it too. <laughs> I got some good hits in. Poor Ozzy's just like, Jared, Jared. Where's my dog? <laughs> Is he like on shrooms or something? Like, oh, I was, see, right. like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> As he's about to overcome me, I prayed to the Father in the name of Jesus Christ for help. I then had power over him and he left me, though I was much wounded. Afterwards, three persons dressed in white came to me and prayed with me, and I was healed immediately of all my wounds and delivered of my troubles. Definitely was not a really bad dream. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. like some acid dream or something yeah. like that. Definitely not. For Opium. sure did not eat some bad cheese before bed. Absolutely yeah. was real. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay. The Harvey Whitlock incident. So this is from the autobiography of Levi Hancock. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Took place in 1831. Oh, good Lord. Okay. Oh, good Lord. The 4th of June came and we all met in a little string of buildings under the hill near Isaac Morley's in Kirkland. I don't know how to say that. Gauga, Gauga country, county, Ohio, somewhere in Ohio. Sorry. Ohioans, don't be mad. (laughs) Canadian, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) And we all went to a schoolhouse on the hill about one-fourth of a mile, ascending nearly all the way. So it was up a hill. Okay. The building was built of logs. It was filled with slab benches. Here the elders were seated, and the meeting was opened as usual. Joseph put his hands on Harvey Whitlock and ordained him to the high priesthood. He turned as black as Lyman was white. Oh, this is problematic. His fingers were set like claws. He went around the room and showed his hands and tried to speak. His eyes were the shape of oval O's. That's not... No, O's aren't oval. Okay. See, sometimes these descriptions, I'm like, you really were stretching, hey, buddy? Yeah. Just okay. Hiram Smith said, Joseph, that is not of God. Joseph said, Do not speak against this. I will not believe, said Hiram, unless you inquire of God and he owns it. Joseph bowed his head and in a short time got up and commanded Satan to leave Harvey, laying his hands upon his head at the same time. So Hiram saying it's not of God, Joseph saying it is, but then he does say that he has to get so Joseph, bra. What's going on, man? Like, <laughs> okay. At that very instant, an old man said to weigh 214 pounds sitting in the window, <laughs> turned a complete somersault in the house, and came his back across the bench and lay helpless. What the fuck? That's a very specific number. Very specific. <laughs> Joseph told Lyman to cast Satan out. He did. The man's name was Leon. Layman, Layman Copley, Layman Copley, formerly a Quaker. The evil spirit left him and as quick lightning, Harvey Green fell bound and screamed like a panther. What? (laughs) Satan was cast out of him, but immediately entered someone else. This continued all day and the greater part of the night. I knew the things I had seen was not made. After this, we went down to the house (laughs) and heard Harvey Whitlock say when Hiram Smith, it was not God. He disdained him in his heart. And when the devil was cast out, he was convinced it was Satan, that it was in him. And he knew it then. 
It also heard Harvey Green say that he could not describe the awful feeling he experienced while in the hands of Satan. This was just a bunch of men, like, writhing and having, like, a moment. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this, because, like, some of it, I'm like, oh, that sounds like a, a good time, like an orgy, you know? <laughs> but, I don't know. They had an orgy, and then they were like, oh, no, shit, we gotta, like, um... Gotta tell the it, was devil. The devil. it was the devil, yeah, and I cast him out, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Nothing to see here, just men exploring each other's bodies. Put your pants on, Lehman. Lehman, <laughs> He's a big old 214 pounds. <laughs> He's agile, though. He's agile. <laughs> Scream like a panther. Screaming like a panther. <laughs> okay, number five, the last story of the day. <laughs> Comes from Philo Philo Dibbles Narrative. So whoever that Dibbles. person is. Dibbles. Dibbles, Dibbles is their last name. That's a great name. Imagine if my name was Dusty Dibble. That'd be so <laughs> funny. Man, that'd be funny. That'd be funny. That's a name that should come back, Dibbles. Seriously, I'm gonna I'm gonna take it as my like pen name if I write a book. There you go. There you go. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> On invitation of Father Johnson of Hiram, Joseph removed his family to his home to translate the New Testament. This was in the year 1831. At this time, Sidney Rigdon <clears throat> was left to preside at Kirkland and frequently preached to us. One upon one occasion, he said they. He said they keys of the kingdom, I'm reading that correctly, that's weird, had been taken from us. On hearing this, many of his hearers wept. And when someone undertook to dismiss the meeting by prayer, he said praying would do them no good. And the meeting broke up in confusion. Okay. <laughs> Brother Hiram came to my house the next morning and told me all about it and said it was false and that the keys of the kingdom were still with us. He wanted my carriage and horses to go to the town of Hiram and bring Joseph. The word went abroad among the people immediately that Sydney was going to expose Mormonism. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> Joseph came up to Kirtland a few days afterwards and held a meeting in a large barn. Nearly all the inhabitants of Kirtland turned out to hear him. The barn was filled with people and others unable to get inside stood around the doors as far as they could hear. So, so Sydney's like, I'm going to expose this motherfucker while he's out of town. And then Joseph comes running like, whoa, 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 wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Uh -huh. Joseph arose in our midst and spoke in mighty power, saying, I, am I can contend with wicked men and devils, yes, with angels. No power can pluck those keys from me, except the power that gave them to me. That was Peter, James, and John. But for, Sid for what Sidney has done, the devil shall handle him as one man handles another. Oh, <laughs> mm -hmm. manhandling yeah <laughs> i like this <laughs> there's a lot of homoerotica and all this whole this whole thing this is very uh very interesting to me that yeah I'm sure they're not gay <laughs> Thomas B. Marsh's wife went from the meeting and told Sidney what Joseph has said. Oh, Mrs. Marsh being a little tattletale. tale. <laughs> and he replied, is it possible that I have been so deceived? But if Joseph says so, it is so. Oh, so now he's like, oh, fuck, I'm busted. Mm -hmm. 
About three weeks after Sidney was lying on his bed alone, oh, poor guy, an unseen power lifted him from his bed, threw him across the room, and tossed him from one side of the room to the other. The noise being heard in the adjoining room, his family went in to see what was the matter and found him going from one side of the room to the other, from the effects of which Sidney was laid up for five or six weeks. Thus was Joseph's prediction in regard to him verified. <laughs> oh, jeez. So it was like... Uh, what's that? Um, God, what's that phrase? It's a uh, Joseph. Like this is basically like ah, I told you so. The devil will get you if you can't if you try and pluck my keys from me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah or say my keys have been plucked. <laughs> plucked. plucked. <sighs> you can't pluck my keys. I've already lost them. I don't know where I put them. That is, I can they never find them. They also don't exist, so, you know. That's not true. Much like my car keys, I feel they don't exist ever. <laughs> so there, there's my five absolutely terrifying ghost stories from church history. Those are spooky, ooky, ooky, very dramatic. Also, yeah. if you think about it, the whole church is founded on a ghost story, so... Several ghost stories. <laughs> Multiple accounts of ghost stories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Because really, what's an angel but a ghost with like a, I don't know. A fancy ghost. A fancy. It's a fancy ghost. And you could it's see into his. What was it? There was something like, oh, I could see his chest beneath his. Oh like, yeah, into his bosom also or very, whatever. His bosom. Very homoerotic, also of like Joseph. I feel like, I feel like maybe you're a little bit fruity. Just a yeah, little bit. he might have been really. Yeah. Really might have been. Although he was banging a lot of chicks. He was, but that could have been overcompensating for something. Oh, so you're saying they're beards? Mm-hmm. Mandy Moore? <laughs> <laughs> Leave her name out of this. <laughs> you don't talk about my queen that way. <laughs> <sighs> Anyway, yeah. so yeah, there you go. That was, and then you can go listen to Katie talk about the Nauvoo House on not so Molly Mormon, not so Molly Mormon's Patreon. Yeah, that was all because I had brought up that thing in Jeopardy, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, she had to go look it up. She was like, "Oh my goodness, I have to do this," which is great <laughs> because, yeah, it's good. That's amazing. So good. I didn't know that was one of those things. I was like, "Is that that's real?" It feels real. I feel like I've heard that before, but it's like one of those details that, like they don't talk about. Yeah. <laughs> I love how embarrassed I was that I really sucked at ex-Mormon Jeopardy. <laughs> I was like, God damn it, why can't I? And then I was like, it's not like a good thing. Like my brain's starting thing, to yeah. like slough stuff out of it. I mean, yeah. I also can't remember what I had for breakfast, so it's not the great. <laughs> am I am I healing or is it like short-term memory loss? <laughs> maybe it's both it could be both could be both could be. <laughs> your mind's deteriorating uh, but it's fine. also leading out of your you know trauma so it's fine <laughs> like if i get dementia i want to be one of those women who thinks that they're like in some grand like your princess yes um, i want to wake up Diana. and remind and ask everybody where my corgis are because i am the queen of england Clearly. <laughs> Where are my corgis? Bring them to me. I want to say hello. <laughs> yeah. Tell Charles.